school. To a ladies' night at a bar downtown. Party with my friends, watch the boys get down. We were laughing, chuckling, having a good time. Swear to God, it hardly cost a dime. We won prizes, risers, shooters, too. We had a good time, a great time, and you could too. PMCs, you know, on a high piper trip. She'll make you laugh and dance without a script. You say a whistle and we do. Man, we did get on your knees, drink this, and feel like a kid. They call it ladies' night, girls' night, women's night, too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's ladies' night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's done. The entertainment is raw, primetime treat. If you're lucky, you'll see some primetime meat. There's Superman, Wolfman, Tin Man, too. Cowboys, cops, they're all for you. See, folks, men, ducks, princes, too. All your fantasies lined up for you. They're tall, they're short, they're fat, and they're thin. But there's only one business they love to be in. They call it Ladies' Night, Girls' Night, Women's Night, too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's Ladies' Night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's if you've seen my show, you know what I do. I poke some fun, the girls' way too. I tell some jokes and that can't be wrong, cause they all like to hear my milk song, milk song, milk song. Here we go, girls. I don't drink milk cause my best friends do And I don't drink milk cause I like to screw I don't drink milk cause I'm long and lean I don't drink milk cause I'm so obscene I don't drink milk cause it comes from a tip I don't drink milk cause I don't give a shit I don't drink milk when I'm smoking grass I don't drink milk cause I got a fat ass And I don't drink milk when I'm taking a toast I don't drink milk cause it makes me choke I don't drink milk cause it curdles my scotch I don't drink milk cause I got a sore crotch And I don't drink milk cause I'm just a little runt I don't drink milk cause I got an itchy And I don't drink milk cause I drive a truck I don't drink milk cause I don't give a fuck I don't drink milk cause I masturbate I drink milk cause it tastes so great So great Ladies' night, girls' night, women's night, too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's ladies' night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's done. A night when the men come in when it's done. Now, for those of you who have never been, it's the craziest show you've ever seen. You get waited on by the hardest men. Drink so cheap you can't remember when. They treat you right, you get high as a kite. There's never a fight, it's a night you'll like. Now you ask, how can I prove it? If you haven't been to ladies' night, do it, do it, do it, do it. Now you ask, how can I prove it? If you haven't been to ladies' night, do it, do it, do it. They call it ladies, ladies, girls' night, women's night too. Whatever they call it, it's a night for you. It's ladies' night, your night, a night of fun. A night when the men come in when it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's done. And you're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And you just heard right there the first rap, I think, ever from Vancouver. 
British Columbia, Canada. Champagne's Cabaret presents Ladies' Night Rap with lovely Linda from 1986 yes 1986 I think this is a document the very first rap unless you want to prove me elsewise otherwise from 1986 the first rap out of Vancouver at least in seven inch form ladies night rap with lovely Linda I'm talking about Champagne's nightclub in Surrey, British Columbia. And today on Denard War, the Human Serviette radio show, an interview with Eric Andre. And to prepare you for Eric Andre, here is a bit of Eric Andre type music. Sesame Street Fever? And Trash and Archie Shep Svita's song. So, here we go. And then an interview with Eric Andre.
Are you gonna edit this? Who's editing it? Check, check, check. Because this is the real thing. I don't want even want the interview. I want this stuff to be on it before we go anywhere. You know? Who are you? I'm Eric Andre. Eric Andre, welcome to Vancouver, oh. British Columbia, Canada. Thank you very much. Get yourself a cup of Timmy's and call it a day. Eric Andre, quote, my obsession with Gigi. Uh, light switch. Alan! Alan! You love Gigi. I think he's entertaining. You rep him by a t-shirt. I rep him by a t-shirt. And I have a gift for you. Right here, we have a comic book, My Obsession oh. With... My Obsession With... Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen? I have this. That is for you? How much are you going to charge me later? That is for you. Is this a Ponzi scheme? Is this like Scientology? That is a comic book for you. And as well, we also have the hated Gigi Allen picture disc. I'd be so upset if there was a nude image of you in this comic book. I would be disappointed in you. What can you say about Gigi and Eric Andre? I feel like I'm talking, but you're not listening, and I feel, like, very vulnerable right now. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, what was your question? What can you say about Gigi Allen? Um, I think he smelled pretty bad, and uh, I think that he was um, interesting to watch. Because you rep him. I don't rep him like I'm his agent. You rep him pretty hard. I'm repping him hard, baby, but I'm repping hardware tonight. And you are repping him so hard. Did I have another gift for you, a blood for you. Is the Nardward song only released on Sub Pop? It's actually called Nardnest by the Evaporators. Oh, why didn't you get me to do a, lay down a track? We have a gift for you, a Gigi Allen. Nardor, you're pushing your agenda on me, and I'm trying to have a one mano we mano conversation. And that is Gigi Allen. And that is a literary tribute to... Gigi Allen. Some fan fiction. Yeah, interesting. So I you... Mean, he was a horrible person, you know that, right? Exactly. What can you say about Gigi? He wanted to legalize rape and murder. He was horrible. He was a sociopath. And you can read some fan fiction in there. Well, this is actually a true story. This isn't fiction. This is nonfiction. Him talking and having sex with George and Barbara. Oh, really? Yeah. That's historically accurate. And we also have for you to continue on a button as well. A GG button. Did you make this? No, the people that made I'm that book made go that. To Merle Allen, and I'm going to go to Parliament, and I am taking you all the way to court. Chi Allen. What's really interesting is Agronautic. Legend. I feel like I'm inside the internet right now. <laughs> you met two chains. Two chains. How was he? Nine minutes. Really? He doesn't remember me. Nine minutes in heaven. According. Ba boom. Ba-boom. But Agronautics that put out that book are going to have some GG emojis. Yes. What do you think about that? GG emojis. I think that's great. Are you, Eric Andre, allowed to eat feces on TV? Um, probably not. I'd have to see, but I doubt it. But you have taken a shit on your mom's lawn? Yeah, when I was 17 years old. How did you know that? Can only I see you, Nardwar? Scat? Porn? Scat Autotune! Scat Autotune. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So this is like Mad Libs, but I'm supposed to know the answers. The early days of Eric... Andre? Andre. Are you talking about Byron Bowers? Who was in this room 
Could you please introduce him? Bowers, the funniest comedian in America. Your opening act. Banned in Canada. Did your mom... Made love to the customs officer to get through. She was beautiful. She had purple nipples. Let's go over here to Byron. Hey, what's going on, world? How y'all doing? I'm here with Eric Andre right there. And Narwar, what's going on, baby? And how exciting was the custom agent? Oh, man, she was fine. She looked good. Like, I'm, she looked too pretty to be a custom agent. You don't want me in your secret box of gifts. I like that Dick Gregory record. Oh, we got a Dick Gregory record? Yeah. The early days of Eric... Andre. Mrs. Bierman? Yeah. Who is Mrs. Bierman? She's my English teacher. Were you at my Florida show? Can you please elaborate? Um, she was my English teacher, 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 she taught me English. Did you read my journal? You are Eric Andre. <laughs> you got that right. A boca? You got quite the musk, my man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm getting hit with waves of your armpits. A boca? You smell like a man. It's good. A boca? You're releasing your pheromones. What do you smell like? I smell not much better. Who is that again? Byron Bowers. And what is he doing? He's from North Korea where there's no intellectual property laws, so he's just boot bootlegging stuff willy-nilly. And you know all about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my black queen. Do you have Eric Andre? <laughs> Eric Andre, do you have... I say anything. Eric Andre, do you have a favorite album cover? Take off those fake glasses and kiss me. Eric Andre, do you have oh, a favorite... Togetherness. What can you say about this LP? Have you seen this album cover? <laughs> uh, it's they weirdly photoshopped blue eyes and everybody in this oh, yeah, one. But uh, it's great. And I think it came out 64. That is a gift for you. Did you ever watch Squirt TV? You remind me of... Uh, Jake. Jake. He filmed my Little B interview. Little B, like your little butthole? A little B, oh, like, little B like you a little bead, Alex said, Jones. I thought you said he filmed my little B. You a little bead, Alex Jones. I said. You a little bead, Alex Jones. I, I resent that you said that. Did you kind of? I little bead him? Um, sure. You can have sex with my wife. Oh, is that what little B says? That's what people say to a little B. Oh, really? Well, he doesn't say, they don't say it that clean. They say a much more misogynist. Yes, exactly. Of, uh, you can have sex with my wife. But that was amazing. The flag battle you had at the RNC. What was the flag microphone battle? It was, uh, uh, we had a microphone on, not a fishing pole, but like a per periscope. What is it called? Periscopic. Boom mic. Dextral triglyceroids. And you had a battle with another guy. I love the battle you had. Freestyle battle off the top of the dome, son. Eric Andre, did you... Are you a Scot? Are you a Scotsman? Is that why you have that hat? Eric Andre, were you in a Bud I'm commercial? I'm interviewing you, buddy. You got to give me some answers. Were you in yeah, a Bud I'm commercial? a single thing. I'm taking a vow of silence and a vow of celibacy until you answer me. My mom gave me that hat. Were you in a... From Scotland? No. She went, she went on a visit no. to Scotland. Oh, so now she's better than me. Baboon. Were you in a Bud she's commercial? A baboon. She's a baboon. She's actually she's a baboon. And she is dead. No, she's not. That ruins every joke. Oh, come on. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Were you in a Bud commercial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the dizzy. 
Was your first show at Boca Nuts or at Death by Audio where you got nude like Gigi? Boca Nuts was my first time doing stand-up comedy. The first live Eric Andre show was at Death by Audio. And we have another gift for you right, oh, up, uh, right here. Yeah. We have... We have an Archie Shep original oh, LP. This is old Archie Shep. What can you say about Archie Shep? That is for you. That is a gift. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. He got um, more experimental as he aged, I believe. Who's this guy? 4-4 four, four Train. So Coltrane and Shep were just fucking jamming out in the background? But Charles Ives, he started it all, right? I don't know if Charles Ives started it all, but he was a cool guy and he invented life insurance. Eric Andre, can you puke on demand? No. On command or demand? Demand. Neither. What about when I you... I refuse to. I, I refuse to be exploited. Dr. Dre, your dad. Yeah. Dr. Dre. Original Dr. Dre. Is oatmeal puke? You know what? That's an age-old question. That's a chicken and the egg kind of question. Eric Andre, looking at yourself, what do you look like? Mm, Macy Gray. And I have a gift for you of what you actually look like right here, and it is an Ernie and... Oh, Bert, Sesame Street, fever and trash. Why is it fever and trash? Is that really what you look like, Ernie and Bert? I don't see color. Here is a guy, another gift for you, speaking of your look, that you look like. Who do you look like that was discovered on the street by Frank Zappa? Captain Beefheart? No. Wild man, and I have another and I have another gift Mary for you. Merry go, merry go, merry go round. Doot doot doot. Is that where you got doot doot from? What do you think? Why of don't you answer me? Answer me. Hockey games. Really? Yeah. Stomping Tom Connors. No, the organist plays doot doot doot. Do. Uh, but do you here. think it's Eric? Here we go. It's no, Wild no, Man no, Fisher. No, no, no. You answer me. Stompin' Tom Connors. Rest Collins. in peace. What's his name? Stompin' Tom Connors. Rest in, in pieces. Now back to Wild Man Fisher. Hey, hey, you're getting you're getting violent. Do you think you kind of look like Wild Man Fisher? Yeah, a little bit. But what can you say about Wildman Fisher? He was on Bizarre Records, I home of Frank Zappa. He was actually crazy. I think he punched Frank Zappa's wife or did something awful, and they were like, we got to get rid of this guy. I think he was actually really, like, fucked. And that but is... This is... It's hard to listen to, but it's fun to listen to. And that is an original LP for you. Really? Get out of here. For Eric Andre. Fucking Vancouver, British Columbia. Fucking A. Eric Andre, Jimmy Kimmel's son. Was he actually a PA on your show? Oh, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel's son? Can you explain about that? He's actually a really good researcher. You're toe to toe with Howard Stern. He interned on our show. And he tickled the taint of Jimmy. His Carter. Dad. Yes. You got the son to tickle the well, dad's taint? Well, we, we wanted a PA to do it. And we were like, we could get arrested if it goes bad. But I was like, if it's his son, he gets arrested. <laughs> what is the importance of the Commerce Casino, Eric Andre? Nothing. Nothing. It's unimportant. It's meaningless. 
people get 50 bucks for nearly breaking your jaw? Sometimes. How do you get people to sign release forms? We give them 50 bucks. And that, definitely they will sign it. So everybody that has signed Johnny the release form does not... Baby. You know Tiesto? Does, no, I... Do you I, even listen to a lot of music? I love Tiesto. What's going on in here? I love Tiesto. I'm going in there. I love Tiesto. Sorry, where I'm going well, in there. actually, right, I was curious. There. Right here, Ali G. Love Ali G. And you share something in common with Ali G. Before I breaks, it's like... Uh, Drum and bass? Uh, actually, his interviews sample. <laughs> and you share something in common with Ali G. What means? What? What do you We're share Jews. in common? We're Jews. No, actually, you have the same lawyer. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have the same lawyer? You're a good researcher. And you love, you love very much, so, cock. You love cock, don't you? Cock? Yeah, you love cock, don't like you? A rooster or penis? You love cock, don't you, Eric Andre? I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Why can't I just look in your magical box? Because I have I a program? gift for you right here, the Merry You're Monk. Too much money on your guests. That is for you, Eric Andre. If you could open it up, because you love cock, don't you? I mean, sure. You have the perfect penis. Stop. And if you hit his head... <laughs> we have the Merry Monk. Be the money. I have to go sound check. Is that okay? Uh, just winding up here, or should we continue this after the sound check? I think we nailed it, right? I, I, How much I, time do you want? I You're have, bleeding me. I have a, I have a few. I have a few more questions. Do you want to finish the sound check now? Ripe. They're so righteous. Do you want only the best for Eric? Like a goddamn shit cloud coming out of your armpits, man. I'm not. That, no disrespect. Only the best for Eric. Uh, Andre. Oh me, Andre. Eric Andre. Only the best. Uh, would you like to come back later and finish off this interview? Mm, not really. Spock sings. Got it. And I have a gift for you, an original 1979 Spock nice. LP, a Star Trek you have LP. A lot of like uh, violent energy when you hand over like a gift. I, I also feel like you're gonna bash the microphone in my mouth. I was also curious about this particular LP. It's tough to be. <laughs> it's tough to be white. The wit of John Barber. And it's amazing, the liner notes on the back. At 28, he is a perfect age for a comedian. Because there is no perfect age for a comedian. And, what in the fuck is this? And John Barber's friend, Dick Gregory, and this is where it comes into play, yeah. an original Dick Gregory LP for you, Eric Andre. I love you so much. You're very thoughtful. He is a comedian, right? to say about Dick Gregory and Eric Andre? He has a 9-11 conspiracy, but attached to the levees in uh, New Orleans. He thinks that Bush put bombs on the levees. And I thought to give you more insight into American comedy, I would give you... Those are all for you. Those are all a gift. This right here is a gift for you. This is The Comedians, Thieves, Drunks, and... Scoundrels. And... Comedians. The history of American Canadian relations. Comedy. And in that book, you can learn about Dick Gregory. And 
in that book, you also learn about doo-doo records and fax records. And I have another gift for you right here. A doo-doo red fox and a doo-doo sex mouth. That's great. What, what can you say about laugh records and doo-doo records? Laugh records is great. And you can read about it in their comedians. Is, is this going to be that kind of party? I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potato. Ba-boom. Now, am I going to get bed bugs for most of the gifts you gave me? Why is that? I mean, look at you. <laughs> Look at you! <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Pow, boom. Why should people care about Eric Andre? Why should people care about Eric Andre? Um, because I care about the people of Vancouver, the people of British Columbia, Prime Minister Stephen Harper, and Tim Horton, and Guy Fieri, and Guy Fox. What's the guy with one leg? Terry Fox, and Terry Schiavo, and Nardwar. Well, thank you very much, Eric Andre. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do loot do. Beep bop, ski beep boop, blurp. Come on, come on, let's merry go, merry go, merry go round. Boop, 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 merry go, merry go, merry go round. Boop, 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 merry go, merry go, merry go round. Boop, 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 me and you can go merry go round. It's very easy, just go up and down come on come on let's merry go merry go merry go round boop 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 merry go merry go merry go round boop 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 merry go merry go merry go round boop 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 every party's going merry go round let us Go, oh, oh, up and down. Come on, come on, let's merry go. Merry go, merry go round. Boop, 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 merry go. Merry go, merry go round. Boop, 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 merry go. Merry go, merry go round. Boop, 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 merry taught me to go. Merry go round. And now I'm going a merry-go-round. Come on, come on, let's merry-go. Merry-go, merry-go-round. Boop, 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 merry-go. Merry-go, merry-go-round. I say let's merry-go. Merry-go, merry-go-round. I say let's merry-go. Merry-go, merry-go-round. And you're still listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Wildman Fisher with Merry Go Round. And before that, an interview with Eric Andre from Boca Raton, Florida. And we began with Archie Ship and Svita's song Flute. Right now on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, I thought I would play some hockey records. Why? Because next week I'm going to be interviewing live on CITR Jim Robson. Jim Robson, the hockey god, the hockey broadcaster. Hello, Shuddens. Hello, the blind. Yes, 
the Jim Robson next week on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. So, Jim Robson, Jim Robson and his son, yes, his son, who is a Bowie imitator, and Ed the Sock, all on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Now, to prepare you for Jim Robson, I know it's kind of like a week away, and usually I play the records associated with the guest during the actual interview, but I thought to prepare you for Jim Robson, because there are so many, and I have played so many, a whole bunch of hockey records will be profiled today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. Actually, last week I began with a Gretzky record, and there will be a few more Gretzky records as well, but right now, to prepare you for Jim Robson, Next week, we thought we would play the four pucks, the four pucks, and the roast of the Golden Jet, who was known as Bobby Hall on CITR, the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show.
American sports took another pounding this year via the baseball players' strike. Several baseball superstars were threatening to sit out a year or more in order to gain free agent status. According to records on file in federal district court, each team in the NBA has been paying the salaries of various superstars for approximately the past five seasons. Is that what our American athletes are becoming? Money-hungry individuals just in sports for the gravy? Well, there are some Americans who are sick and tired of it. Does it take a Canadian-born athlete named Bobby Clark to show the way to the Americans? Come on, let's hear it. Does any other team in American sports have a player as valuable as Bobby Clark? One who could demand the same salary as any other star? Of course Clark can, but he doesn't ask for more. There seems to be a happy medium between player and management. And isn't that the American way? Bobby Clark's hockey career began modestly when the Flyers hesitated drafting him because he was a diabetic, being afraid that he may wilt under the strain of big league competition. Clark was the 17th player chosen that year by the Flyers, and the rest is almost legend. By the way, the Flyers' first choice at that time was a skater named Bob Carrier, who has not been heard of since. Winning the Hart Trophy as the league's MVP in May of 1973 crowned Clark's glorious rise to superstardom. 1973 also held many of the fond memories for Bobby Clark. He was the spark plug and inspirational team leader for the Team Canada's victory over Russia. Earlier in the season, he was given the captain's C and became the incomparable new leader of the Flyers. Then came two Stanley Cup championships in 1974 and 1975, and some people today still call it a fluke. Was it a fluke? Or was it the talents of Perrant, McLeish, Clark, Shiro, and even Schultz that captured those cups? You and I know who it was, don't we? It was Bobby Clark, the leader, the inspiration, the talent, the franchise that captured those two Stanley Cups for the Flyers. It's been proved that you can take away Bernie Perrant for three quarters of a season, and still the Flyers will come through with another record-breaking year. With Rick McLeish out one half of the year, Clark's line responded with several new all-time scoring records, and Clark personally brought out the absolute best in Barber and Leach. The only time that the Flyers faltered for any appreciable span was when Clark was out of the lineup due to a heel injury for six games. The result being only one win in those six games. So there can't be any other reason why the Stanley Cup is in Philadelphia and will probably remain here as long as Clarky is around. There has never been a hockey player quite like this guy from Flin Flon. Never, ever, and there never will again. So sit back and enjoy him while he's around. I never knew such legends as Babe Ruth, the Four Horsemen, Vince Lombardi, Gordie Howe, and so many others. But I do know one of the best, Bobby Clark. Listen to the story now. 
Wondrous body, wondrous ways. Wondrous all-style when he plays. Born to be the nation's craze. Wondrous body, wondrous ways. He'll play a tune loud and long with a stick that can do no wrong. Snare a bass cruising by. Zip right in and let it fly. Precision plays can be found. And the praise is all around. He's got class and he's got speed. He's got all the Bruins need. Wondrous Bobby, wondrous ways. Wondrous all-star when he plays. With a blazer to the twine Born for stardom, born to be great He was born to determine the beam town fate Born to be a stick handling whiz A take charge guy that knows his biz Born to be a sizzling threat A superstar in Peru and yet Born to be the nation's grace Wondrous Bobby, wondrous way With a blazer to the twine He's born for stardom, born to be great He was born to determine the Beantown fate Born to be a stick handling whiz A take charge guy that knows his biz Born to be a sizzling threat A superstar improving yet Born to be the nation's craze Wondrous by the wondrous way And you're still listening, we hope, to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And you just heard Alan J. Thick. Alan Thick with a wondrous Bobby, Bobby Orr. And the amazing Bobby Orr, the amazing Alan Thicke, and before that, power play with Thank God for Bobby Clark. And we began with the four pucks with the roast of the Golden Jet, which happened on August the 12th, 19... We will find out from Jim Robson next week on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, whether he went to that event and whether it was in Vancouver. Right now, here are rebounds with Gretzky. Gretzky, read all about it. Here's the latest, he's the greatest. 50 goals on 39. 50 goals on 39. Shoots and scores, hear the crowd cheer. High speed Gretzky, man of the year. Gretzky, Gretzky, read all about him. You'll break 100 before you know. 
He's a legend in his time. They call him the Great Gretzky. They call him the Great Gretzky. He shoots, he scores. He shoots, he scores. He shoots, he scores. trophy in sight he's the ultimate delight Wayne's the name to change the game the legend known as Gretzky a child of ten he held the key Led his team to victory. A five-goal night that showed his might. The kid was known as Gretzky. When he joined the Greyhounds in the Sioux, they didn't believe what the kid could do. He did it all and more, it's true. The legend known as Gretzky. Gretzky. This golden kid, number 99. He's done much more in 20 years than others in a lifetime. Well, he's tearing up the NHL. Imagine when he weaves his spell. No one's done it quite so well as the legend known as Gretzky. Gretzky! Oh. 
honky honky the Christmas goose got so fat that he was no use till he learned how to blow his nose honk the way a goose nose blows after that and just for fun it was a simple matter he would blow his honky horn to see the people scatter cars and planes and trucks and trains would get out of his way and when they heard that honky horn this is what they'd say oh honky honky the christmas goose got so fat that he was no use Christmas Eve was bright and clear, no trouble was inside. But often space and traffic jam gave Santa Claus a fright. With rockets, kites, and satellites, and molten dogs, and all his team of tiny reindeer were slowed down to a crawl. Oh, honky, honky, the Christmas goose got so fat that he was no use. Till he learned how to blow. Santa sure was worried for the children on his list. He had to get a move on or their stockings would be missed. Just then he heard a honky horn coming down the sky. And everything moved over to let the sleigh go by. Oh, honky, honky, the Christmas goose. Though he's fat and he's And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human Syriac radio show. You just heard right there a change for the seasons. We heard Johnny Bauer with the Christmas Goose. Johnny Bauer, goalie from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And before that, we heard some rebounds with the legend of Gretzky. And before that, we heard fans with the great Gretzky 99. And we began with a double shot of rebounds with Gretzky. Gretzky, read all about it. Again, this is in honor of Jim Robson, who we are having next week on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Right, uh, hockey all the time. Actually, as well as Jim Robson, we're going to be having a Jim Robson's son, who is a Bowie imitator, with the Starmans and Ed the Sock, which has nothing to do with hockey, although I'm sure Ed loves hockey. So again, next week on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, a lot of, well, hockey talk. And we're continuing with the hockey talk with Dion and the Puck Tones with Please Forgive My Misconduct Last Night. And the Puck Tones include Dave Taylor, Charlie Simmer, and Marcel D. 
Dion. Dion and the Puck Tones with Please Forgive My Misconduct Last Night. Blew the whistle, you didn't think twice. You threw me out, you're cold as ice. You gotta believe me, I was out of control. I'll never break the rules again, cause you're my only goal. seemed to want. The other kids would use him as a puck. Through the years, he froze his buns skating on the pond. Yeah, but working hard sure changed his luck. Now he's in the NHL, he's become a household name. And Howie gets all tongue-tied on TV. He shoots, he scores, it's all you hear when Albert's in the game. 
Albert is the guy they've come to see. and those Russians want to win the seventh game. We're out of steam, but we've got to break the tie. From the crowd, a roar begins. They're calling out his name. And Albert hits the ice in overdrive. The Russian bear is nervous, because Albert's everywhere. All alone, can Albert break the tie? His cannonading slap shot lets go from center ice. He hit the Russian goalie in the fly. Ouch, that hurts. The game is still a tie. This isn't any time to take a rest. A case of do or die. We want to see you do your best. The game is still alive. There isn't any time to take a rest. A case of do or die. the miners might have another guest.
Listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there a little bit of Phil Esposito and the Ranger Rockers with the Hockey Sock Rock. It's Puck Rock and the Ranger Rockers included John Davidson, Pat Hickey, Dave Maloney, and Ron Dugay. Plus, Phil Espotato, Phil Esposito. And before that, on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, in preparation of an interview with Jim Robson, next week on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, we heard Pete Sylvester and the Zambonis with Albert Albert. And we began with Please Forgive My Misconduct, Tonight, last night, by Dion and the Pucktones, featuring Dave Taylor, Charlie Simmer, and Marcel Dion. Now, to end the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, I thought I would play a little bit of the theme from the Canada Cup 1976. We are um, entering the World Cup of Hockey Coming up, so let's look back to the theme from the Canada Cup 1976 with Come On, Let's Play Hockey. And then we're going to follow it up. Hopefully we have time for this. Big Bob and the Dollars with Gordie Howe and Doug Moore with A Leafs Fan's Dream. And The Secrets, Here Comes Shaq. Clear the track, and we are going to end with, if time allows, the Montreal Canadiens, red, white, and blue. Jean Robitaille wrote it, and Michael Cano sings it. So here is the theme from the Canada Cup 1976. Then Bob and the Dollars, Gordie Howe. Then Doug Moore, a Leafs fan's dream. Then the secrets, here comes Shaq, and maybe the Montreal Canadiens, red, white, and blue. And then next week, an interview with... David Bowie imitator, who happens to be Jim Robson's son, part of the Starman's, Jim Robson, hockey legend, and Ed DeSock. All on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. I remember back when the game was young. And we thought we had it made It 
didn't matter much if our sweaters matched all that counted was the way we played now the game has changed it's grown a lot but i still get that feeling inside so here's from a guy who lived it all i hope you get that feeling called old skates, a hand-me-down stick, and a store-bought big league crest. Now some dreams come true, but most dreams don't, and all that's left is how you feel inside. So here's to all your kids, you tried your best, come on and get that feeling called The greatest of them all, the greatest of them all. 
greatest of them all, yes, the greatest of them all. You can have your choice of all the rest. If you're a half fan, you've got the very best. It was how Lindsay Abel, a line we can't forget. The greatest line in history, not to be equaled yet. Sid would pass to Lindsay, head then back to Howe. He clicked his wrist and blinding speed and a big roar from the crowd. We mentioned before of his talent galore and how how makes it so easy to score. We all think he's great, his name will never fall. Gordy Howe is the greatest of them all. Gordy Howe is the greatest of them all. The greatest of them all, yes, the greatest of them all. You can have your choice of all the rest. If you're a half fan, you've got the very best. If you're a half fan, you've got the very best. If you're a half fan, you've got the very This story takes place of the National Hockey League Championship race For this is the day that the schedule ends And the four top clubs start the playoffs again For the last few seasons it's been Montreal It's a finished first and won it all It topped the league and never gave up Till it won the playoffs in the Stanley Cup now this year's different, the Leafs have the stuff. Toe Blake and his boys have found it real rough. Montreal and Toronto, a furious pace. And tonight we'll know who's gonna win this race. Now I'm a Leaf fan and I always have been. So I went to New York to see the schedule end. Where Leafs and Rangers play a battle royal. While back in Detroit, the Wings play Montreal. Now Leafs need a win to keep its pace and to win this National Hockey League race. And I'm sure the punch will have his boys up to it, but he still hopes the Habs will lose to Detroit. gets underway the rangers press hard and carry the play they storm our zone all around johnny bauer but they can't put the puck past the man of the hour then the leafs come on and carry the attack with kelly and olmstead nevin and shack making rush after rush on the ranger net but a gump and the boys ain't given up yet for the first two periods and late into the third it was a scoreless tie and i give you my word my nails were chewed down i couldn't stand much more time was running out and we needed to score up above the lights and the smoke overhead On the out-of-town scoreboard, this is what it read Chicago at Boston, there was no score But Montreal had to try it, six to four This seemed to inspire the Leafs to push on With spectacular drives by Duff and Keon But their souped-up efforts seemed to be in vain But they kept on a-trying again and again then with less than a minute to go in the game, a Leaf stole a puck for a clean breakaway. Down over center like a streaky tore. Right in on goal, he shoots, he scores! As the red light flashed, I let out a roar. I was dancing and a jumping like I never did before. And the whole crowd round seemed to go berserk. Frank Mahovlet scored his 51st. Now tonight the Leafs are in first place and they've won this National Hockey League race and I'm sure the fans all wish them luck as they enter the playoffs for the Stanley Cup.